1: also want to look at the defenses and distractions to keep us from caring for ourselves like we should. Hey guys. Well, this week we have a fun conversation for you guys. We are going to talk about Livia, which is a new product that supposedly can take away your menstrual cramps. I have tried it. I have tested it and I'm ready to talk about it.
0: I am dying to hear about it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So how's your week been? Oh, you know, Sarah, I have to say, I, do you ever just have weeks where you feel old? Like where you feel old? Oh yeah, totally. Like I swear, even just to record this episode, I had to get down on the floor to like replug my computer in and it was hard (laughs) to get back up. (laughs) Okay, I have to say really quickly, I have
0: a permanent lower backache these days. Every, and it goes away after I move, get up. But every morning as I roll over in bed, I
1: have to like be really conscious not to like, what is up with that? Also, when I go pee in the middle of the night, my knees hurt (laughs) (laughs) from nothing. (laughs)
0: I don't know, but seriously, I actually went to the doctor about my back because I thought I actually saw my OBGYN because it was so low that I thought, oh my gosh, do I have some sort of huge ovarian cyst or, you know, me being the like, um, catastrophizer, I have ovarian cancer or likely cancer. It's likely, I'm likely going to die tomorrow. And Mm -hmm. she did a whole, you know, all the blood work and did the ultrasound, um, because my back every morning, and especially around my period and when I'm ovulating, it hurts mm. so bad. So anyway, she told me I had a tilted uterus. And, oh, I do too. And um, God, we, we just have so many things in common, you and me, and Howerton.
1: Type We're three twinsies. tilted uterus. <laughs> uh, tilted uterus and Grover's disease. <laughs> If you don't know what we're talking about, a few episodes back, Sarah and I discovered that we had the same very obscure skin condition that mostly affects old men. <laughs> yes, um, I
0: actually had it biopsied. It is Grover's disease. It's some sort of inflammatory skin condition that men that are over 70 get. And suddenly I got it. We are so did really... So we're just basically falling apart. We're just we falling are. apart. And I don't, I feel like I could go on so many different tangents that I've totally run away. And we will get right back to you with the feeling like very old all the time. But uh, I'm feeling really old all the time too.
1: Well, and I don't even think I told you about, I went, speaking of going to the OBGYN, I went to mine a few weeks ago because I am doing that ablation thing. And yes. then I'm going awesome. to come on here and talk about it. Oh yeah, you are girl. Um, on account of the cramps. Um, but... I went to my OBGYN and it was so interesting because I haven't been in a while. And, you know, I definitely moved into another category at the <laughs> OBGYN yes, office. Yes. So like the questions he was asking me were just like <laughs> relevant, first of all, but second of all, mortifying. I know. Like I, I clearly, he opened my file and ran down the menopause checklist with me Right. And was talking about, oh, and it was so funny. Okay. So, which I think this is a completely unfair thing to happen. But the PA was the young guy that looked like Bradley Cooper. No, stop it right now. Stop it. That's yeah. not oh. right. He was super hot. So, of course, he's the one who initially runs down oh. all of my symptoms. And I was in there to talk about, you know, my ablation. hmm and then he asks me, how about urinary incontinence? And I say, I make a joke. I'm like, well, I'm not going to jump on the trampoline unless I've peed. <laughs> but I'm just trying to be breezy about it because I just feel like, sure, I mean, it's not, things aren't what they used to be, but it's, we're not like approaching an emergency situation here, right? Right, like, right. Just, you know, I might, I might do a little keggle when I sneeze, what have you, mm-hmm. which I think many of us do at this age. So- he leaves the room, he comes back in with the doctor. So Bradley Cooper has to stay the entire time oh, because, no. you know, no, that's no. the rules. Like they have oh, to yeah. have a second party in. Right. So then the doctor reads, I don't know what Bradley Cooper wrote down, but apparently he wrote down that I pee myself all day <laughs> because of the <laughs> joke I made. Because then the doctor proceeds to zone in on oh, my urinary no. incontinence. Oh, no. oh, and I no. keep going, you know, it's really not that bad. Like I was just mostly kidding. It was a joke. And he's, starts talking about surgical procedures and bladder slings. Oh, no. And I am just, like, so mortified. But also, like, thanks for, like, you know, selling me out, Bradley Cooper. I didn't say Um, I needed surgery. Bradley Cooper,
0: I hate you. Go away, Bradley (laughs) Cooper. You suck. (laughs) I mean, as if it's not mortifying enough just to go in there and have to answer all of those questions and do all this stuff. Luckily, I have my OBGYN is a female and I actually know her personally. <laughs> so it's kind of well, like, hey, that's... what's up? You know, I had, a, I had a male OBGYN when I was younger. It was like, it was like my mom's OBGYN when yes. you started going to one, like in your you know, late teens, early 20s. And I always just felt so weird. No offense, male <laughs> OBGYNs, but it just, I was like, I
1: know. I I, no. Oh my gosh, Sarah, this reminds me, I have to tell you this story. <laughs> Do you remember that you used to go to a naturopath? Yeah. And you referred me to the naturopath. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's lovely. Yes. She's great. Yes. But I decided I'm just going to have her do my OBGYN <laughs> care because I don't particularly like going to male doctors either. I had a midwife do my OBGYN care for years. And I'm like, you know, a naturopath seems like a good person to have to do this. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So she's like, sure, I can do that. But she looks a little like, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, God, it, it was like, a oh. yeah, sure. Question mm-hmm. mark. Mm-hmm. So then she is like, I can. Yeah, I, I can do paps. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, hang on a sex. <laughs> she like <laughs> grabs a ladder, climbs to the very top of the shelf is <laughs> rifling around. Like, I think I have a speculum in here somewhere. <laughs> rifling, rifling, pulls the speculum down. And like, it's clear she does not know where this equipment is and probably oh. has not done a pap in a few years. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So then you know I leave she leaves the room I you know get draped blah blah and then she proceeds to give me the most painful oh no and long pap I've ever had because I think that the last time she did it was in medical school <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay. Wait, I'm dying though right now. I'm dying about this story because I have a story for you about her and that. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Tell me. But it wasn't. Okay. So I was going for, you know, my annual, not, not my, my, just a checkup. Right. But yeah, I guess she does. Or maybe after she um, saw you, she like brushed up on her skills a little bit and was really excited gave to her do some this. some confidence. Yeah. She had some <laughs> confidence. So I was not expecting to do that because I have an OBGYN. I was just going in for whatever reason, just my, you know, check, how are you doing? So, but I'm the type of person, I'm such a people pleaser that I just oh, kind of girl. go along with stuff, totally. you, you know, so I'm sitting there and she's like, okay, well, um, let's go ahead and, you know, get started. And here, here's the sheet. Well, I was having my period at the time and I had a tampon in. Ah, now, no, no, <laughs> no, Kristen, any normal person at this point would be like, oh, actually, you know what? I have an OBGYN. I'm just here <laughs> for the other things, but I'm like, oh, okay, 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 I'll,
1: I'll disrobe. And then I'm like, what do I do with the tampon? <laughs> i thought they wouldn't do them when you're on your period i thought that was like a a no-go i don't even think she asked so anyway i get up on the table and she comes back in and she's like oh oh
0: um i see you have a tampon and i'm like oh this is probably a good time to tell you that i wasn't coming here to do that i have an obgyn she's like okay all right (laughs) me i mean why
1: did i take it that far too far too far sarah too far but you know what i would have done the exact same thing i need to do an entire episode of like this issue we have of not being able to say no to like minor things like a hairdresser or a stylist yes. or like uh, i'm just a person who's like sure whatever you want yes i wanted a pixie cut okay yes yes
0: i want <laughs> no you to boundaries get the, get the speculum i want you to do this the tampon and yes please uh, no boundaries whatever whatever you say I got to stop that, though. Oh, that was mortifying. And she, and she was just kind of like,
1: okay, well, already then. Why don't you just get dressed? Okay, thanks. Oh, uh, well, then you didn't have to endure the longest and most painful path of your life. Like I, I did, did not.
0: And luckily, thank God, right? Thank you. Oh, my you. gosh. I couldn't believe it. I was seriously thank like, you. what are you doing down there? Like, Oh, my gosh. This should be an episode all about <laughs> these kind of things. Because I have one. I got to say one more. One more thing okay. that happened to me. Because this has to do with like a Bradley Cooper thing as well. So I, <laughs> I don't know, it was like seven or eight years ago, living in Southern California, had a barbecue, there was a rusty nail, I stepped on it. And you know me, of course, I was like, I am, I can feel my jaw locking right now. I have tetanus. I have tetanus. I haven't had my shot. I got to go to a doctor to get my tetanus shot because I stepped on a rusty nail. I think I've told you this. I'm not sure. And so I went to see... My doctor, who's a woman, but her nurse is a male, and he looks just like um, um, Tim Riggins on. Oh, uh, oh, Friday no. Uh-huh, oh, uh-huh, no, uh-huh, 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 oh uh-huh. boy! So I already feel a little bit nervous around Tim Riggins, anyway, just because he's like Tim Riggins, and he's like, oh yeah, you you are actually due for a tetanus. We'll just do that really quickly. I said, okay. So he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he said, if you, if you could just pull down your pants. And what he was trying to say was, you know, pull down your pants just a little bit, maybe to expose my upper butt cheek. I drop trowel. Like, I just (laughs) drop trowel. And I had granny panties on, and my pants are at my ankles. And Tim Riggins is like, oh, I just meant, like, you know, an inch, so I could give you the shot. (laughs)
1: I mean, if you look like Tim Riggins, I feel like you did what you needed to do. Uh,
0: Yeah, I was like, hey, baby, give give me that shot. Give me that shot, Riggins. But yeah, so I I stopped going to that doctor.
1: No, you can't handle it. I had another hot doctor experience. Did I ever tell you that my actual doctor was in the band Sublime? Yes, you have to tell me, but you need to tell everyone else. Well, we live in this (laughs) weird pocket of Southern California where rock stars come to die and or do second careers. Yes. Like, it's very common to find out that, you know, the dad at school used to be in lit or, you know, it's just weird. Right. So, you know, whatever. I find out he used to be in Sublime, Well, I found out because I went to make an appointment and they were like, oh, you know, he's not taking any appointments in April because he's on tour. Uh, uh, (laughs) I was like, what? They're like, yeah, he's on tour with his (laughs) team sublime. Oh, I see. Okay, great. Okay, that's a thing. So anyway, I go in and it's not that doctor. It's his, I don't know, buddy, friend, and he's super hot. Oh, gosh, no. Actually, Sublime Doctor wasn't bad-looking either. Okay. But this guy's real cute. I think he may have been a roadie at some point. Tattooed up and down, just bad boy, very, very cute. hmm A little rock star doctor. And I'm going in because I have um, a clogged ear. <laughs> which is real sexy. <laughs> Super sexy. Hey, Wax. I have horrible allergies and sinus issues. And about once a year, my ear will get clogged to the point that I have to go to the doctor and have it drained. So I'm <laughs> walking in to have my <laughs> ear drained. Hottie doctor decides to drain my ear. So Hottie doctor puts this like, I don't know, shield over me. I think it like like a rubber dam over my top <laughs> to catch all the water. Oh, my God and you know he's like squirting in i mean it's basically like this weird like syringe they squirt in and then they try to catch catch it into a bowl into a vomit bowl you know those little vomit bowls oh, so yeah i uh-huh, we're working uh-huh. as a team i'm holding the vomit bowl he's squirting the water in and trying to like <laughs> dislodge the the earwax and he's like man there's one real stubborn piece in there and we just keep going keep going and this is a ho- it's a horrible experience to you like just sensory like Super loud in your oh, ear, yeah, whooshing and oh, it's horrible. So you know we're 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 getting excited about getting that last piece together. We're kind of having a moment, and <laughs> he finally gets it. He's like, "Yay, we did it!" He gives me a high five, and then he goes in with both arms outstretched, and I think, "Oh, he's gonna <laughs> hug me." <laughs>
0: No, he, no, no.
1: He's coming in for a hug. Like he's pretty excited. You didn't I put like, my hands up no. about halfway, and I realize he's going to remove the rubber dam off my body. <laughs> he's not going in for a hug. That's not what was happening. Did you hug him? No. <laughs> I caught myself, but I think he saw. I think. I think he knew. You're like your arms. Stri- oh my god. Oh my god. I tried to play it off like, oh, I was just stretching. Here yeah, I'm just stretching. I was holding
0: that vomit bowl and my arm kind of got like a little <sighs> tensed up, just kind of stretching it out. Oh wow, we shouldn't go to doctors anymore. I think that's what <laughs> that, this <laughs> that's that's the thing. Let's not do that anymore. Nope. No doctors.
1: Nope, nope. Wow. All right. Well. All right. Well, enough about that. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so we have a quick update for our listeners. We this week created a Facebook community for selfie podcast. And it has actually been a ton of fun so far. It has. What? It's been so much fun. It it really grew really fast. But the reason that we wanted to do this is we wanted a place where we could come and talk about the issues we talk about on the show. For example, I suspect we will have a lively discussion about hot doctors and OBGYN (laughs) visits on the page today. Yes. But, you know, we, we love hearing your guys' comments and we're always saying, like, go to the website and comment on our posts, which is fine. But it's just, you know, they're all separate and people don't get to interact much. And the Facebook page is really fun because in addition to us interacting, you know, everyone, can, it's kind of an all skate. So we have yes. had people coming in, talking to us about how they chopped kale this week. Yes. Um, like, um, yeah, we've had did. a lively Enneagram conversation. It's been really fun. It's
0: been really good, and I love that you just used the term all-skate.
1: <laughs> I love
0: it. <laughs> it's an all-skate. It um, is. You know, it's an all-skate. It is, and I think, honestly with everything that Chris and I have going on, sometimes things like emails aren't, aren't the best way. Uh, you know, we, we kind of set up an email for selfie and that let's we be honest, Kristen's like, oh yeah, I, I uh, checked into that. I, I logged in for the first time. I'm like, oh, we have an email, <laughs> you oh, yeah. know? So this is definitely a place where we're going to be hopping in and out all the yes. time. And like Kristen said, there are people that are bringing up Um, subjects, people are talking to each other. It's just really fun.
1: It's really fun. It's really fun. So here's the URL. You go to facebook.com slash groups slash selfie podcast. Or you can just type in Selfie Podcast Community into the Facebook search bar and find us. Come find us. It's it's really fun, but it's also a great place for you guys to ask us the questions that you want us to discuss, to discuss on our next episode.
0: Yeah, and there's only like 12 questions we ask whether or not we let you into the group. So, like, it's not a big yeah, deal. Yeah, it's super casual. I'm totally kidding. Totally kidding.
1: <laughs> kidding. We will approve you come, if you come, don't seem like a come total visit. psycho.
0: Yeah, unless you seem possibly psycho, then I don't know. We'll have to... No, come if join you us, all five,
1: everyone. If you post five Rodan and Fields marketing <laughs> posts when you first join the group, we may delete you, otherwise you're welcome. Exactly, perfect, nailed it. All right, so we wanted to um, add a little, a little thing to each week, which is to talk about something that we have discovered that week. And I have a little discovery I want to talk about, um, which I think has a little bit of relation to self-care. So I found this... Super cute. It's called a gratitude jar, and that's exactly what it is. It's a big jar. It says gratitude on the front in gold lettering. It has a wood top. But it comes with this huge sheath of little note cards that your family can write things they're grateful for on the card and pop it in the jar. It's actually really pretty. Um, It sits on our counter, and it's super cute. The kids have put in about 50 cards so far, and it can probably fit like 300 cards. That is so so cool. Yeah, I think it's a nice practice in the moment of just, you know, thinking about something you're grateful for. It's front and center on the island in the middle of my house, so the kids do it on the regular. But it's also really fun for me to go back in and see, like, what the kids have written.
0: That's what I was gonna ask you. If they, if if you like read them out loud at dinner, or I mean, are you just kind of go in and look at it yourself?
1: I just kind of go and peek sometimes, but I yeah. think I don't know. We once it's full, I think maybe we start emptying it, and like it becomes a memory. I don't know. Um, I love that idea. I want to do it. it. Yeah. So I'm gonna link up to that in our Facebook group, but also yeah. on sluffypodcast.com. They're available on Amazon. Just it's you know, it's under 50 bucks. Just it's, it's really pretty and really sweet.
0: Okay. I'm going to do that. Okay. Um, my pick of the week is actually imagine this it's, it's beauty related. It's skincare related. Um, I found the best body polish. Do you ever use body polish kind of like scrubs in the shower?
1: I do sometimes, and I actually really like them, and so do my girls. Yes. which one, what's yours? What's your favorite? So
0: it is by One Love Organics, which is the same brand that I talked to ad nauseum about the facial cleanser they make. You know, the one I tell you that, the Easy Does It Foaming Cleanser. So yeah, the Easy Does It Foaming Cleanser is my favorite facial wash ever because it gets all my eye makeup off. I love it. I love, love, love it. So this body polish by them One Love Organics Vitamin C Body Polish smells exactly like the face wash, which is pineapples. It smells like pineapples and a little bit coconutty. It just smells like a tropical vacation. Mm. And it kind of has that same consistency of a sugar scrub or a salt scrub, but it just smells so good. And it's packed with vitamin C and it makes your skin glow like you would not believe and you smell delicious afterwards and another thing I love about it is that some of the scrubs I use you know like they don't really come off that the gritty part comes off but the oil is left and I can't deal this one comes all the way off like it washes off clean and it smells so good and I'm obsessed with it and I've had it for a while but sitting in a box and I just started using it in the past week I'm just using it like once or twice you know uh I love it what do you
1: use it on my body. body parts like, like arms, arms, chest. Yeah,
0: I do. Well, yeah. I don't. I don't touch the chest there, Kristen, with the Grovers, with the, with Grover's, the Grover's disease. <laughs> uh, my torso, disease. I don't touch with anything but the mildest soap ever, because I'm afraid of inflaming the angry bumps. But <laughs> <laughs> I use it on my arms, legs, knees, elbows, and it's so good for the feet. So if you're not mm-hmm. even into a body scrub, if you just want to soak your feet and scrub your feet up with it, mm-hmm, it's nice. amazing, and it smells so good I could eat it. You guys have to try it. It's amazing. I love it. I'm smelling it. right, Like it's in my hand right now. I'm smelling it. I'm shoving my nose into the jar while I talk to you all.
1: So good. That's fantastic. I I am so all about nice scents for the morning shower. Me too. I just feel like it it just puts me in a better mood. I don't know. I'm in complete agreement. I like minty smells in the morning.
0: Oh, then let me tell you one other thing. Oh, tell me. Osmia, they make these amazing bar soaps. They're organic bar soaps. They look Ooh. like little works of art. And in fact, so much that I don't even want to use them. They're so beautiful. I don't want to mess them up, but they have one called coffee mint. You would love it, Kristen. It's like a minty, but it also has caffeine. So it stimulates the skin and It smells really minty fresh. And it's amazing. So we will link up to that on SelfiePodcast.com. Probably put awesome. it on the Facebook
1: group. And too. we'll put it in the Facebook yeah. group. Have we yep. mentioned we have a Facebook group? Did we mention that to you guys? Yes. Kind of okay, joined. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I have, Sarah, I have an important matter to discuss with you.
0: Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay,
1: so, you know, we as bloggers get pitches all day, every day from people wanting us to talk about everything from, you know, some baby food to the new stroller, whatever. Yeah. So, you know, half of my day is spent cleaning out my inbox. But I got an email from someone advertising this new vaginal rejuvenation service called Votiva. What? They use a wand. What? That basically, I'm not clear on the science yet, but it basically kind of lasers your vagina and tightens it. What? And my first response was similar to yours. What? Whatever. Delete. I actually deleted it. And then I was like, you know, <laughs> well, it's free. You know, it's free. They're offering it to me for free. Maybe I should do it. So I I'm torn. I'm really torn on the one hand. Well, and it's not something I've like, you know, been pursuing or feel like is like a major issue for me. Although apparently, um, as my OBGYN thinks that I have some big issues.
0: Yeah. You pee yourself all day long, apparently, according to right. Bradley Cooper
1: which I don't actually, I think I have the, pr- a fairly normal amount of incontinence for someone who's given birth, you know, I mean, you know, we're just talking like, you know, trampolines and, and sneezes might, yeah might have a small issue, but um, yeah, supposedly it helps with that. Supposedly it tightens everything up down there. And I have mixed feelings because I have been in the past very skeptical of vaginal rejuvenation because I don't know, just like The feminist in me feels like, you know what, this is an area that just is what it is and nobody needs to make it look better for anyone else. Right. But that's not what this procedure is about. Like, I think that there are some surgical procedures in terms of vaginal rejuvenation. It's a really big umbrella. And there are some procedures that are really meant to, like, they're plastic surgery. They're meant to enhance the way it looks. Right.
0: So this is more like enhancing the way it feels.
1: Well, yeah, it's just, it's I guess, kind of tightening, tightening up your pelvic floor. Okay, yeah. so this is when I have to
0: tell you quickly Okay, I am the exact opposite of this. We've, we've, we're talking about incontinence. I'm sitting here going, is this the time that I talk about this? Because this is really a whole nother episode. We should probably do a pelvic floor episode. Yes, um, we should. But you know this. You know, I have a hypertonic pelvic floor, meaning yes. that it's very, my whole pelvic Floor musculature all the way through is incredibly tight. So yeah, I have a high strong. You have a yeah, high strong vagina. I, I have a very high strong vagina. I carry all of my anxiety in my pelvic floor, so I am a clincher, and I don't even know I'm doing it. Like I am just a clincher, and this <laughs> I only say this because I had to do two years of weekly pelvic floor therapy. I remember you think, that. Oh yeah, where I was literally there as a PT with their hand inside my pelvic floor, trying to loosen the muscles because they have been held so tightly for so long that they just, they don't know how to release. Everything's fine now. Everything's fine. So yeah. So for me, I'm listening to this going, okay, this is nothing I would ever do. Um, My question is, I just needed, I would, I would need to talk to some people who have done it and who have said, Hey, I really noticed a
1: difference. Like, do we really know this is working? Well, I did Google it, and yes, people, people rave about it. Um, and actually, I know someone who did it. And they said it helped. They said it helped. Um, <laughs> I think that most people do it for, you know, tightening up for sex, you know, for sexual okay. reasons.
0: Do they have a vaginal hallucination? <laughs> <Don't, laughs> Can someone no. use a laser to loosen mine?
1: I, I'm not sure. <laughs>
0: um, I don't know. I think you should try it. As long as, you know, you're... Perfectly clear of the risks. What are the risks? I mean, it is a laser, so.
1: I don't know. You're asking me questions I've not thought of. I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm going to Google it and I'm going to go for a consult. I mean, uh, there's a part of me that wants to do it just so that we can talk about it. Oh, for sure, for sure. I yeah. mean, you know, like when we had Claire come and talk about yes. the, vagacial, yes. the her vagina facial and we were just in hysterics, or the, you know, I mean, it's a quick and painless, supposedly procedure. It takes about an hour. So there's a part of me that wants to do it just for the research of the whole thing. Um, yes, I think you should. You think I should? Well, I think you should
0: double, you know, look into the risks just, you know, to make sure oh, that course. nothing. Of course, I know, which I know you will. I mean, uh, I think you should. Yeah, do it. Do it, do it, do it. And tell and us about it. you know
1: what? It. I just feel compelled to say, I feel like I'm sounding very judgy about the whole um, you know, procedures where people are fixing their labia or things like that. And I just want to say, if people feel the need to do that, I have no judgment. Oh, I sure. understand that that can be a, a mortifying situation for some people. Yeah. Um, you know, but it just, the whole thing makes me a little squicky. The, the industry, I guess I should say, makes me a little uncomfortable because we have an industry of, that's telling people that their vagina needs to look a certain way.
0: Yeah. I think that's kind of icky. I think that's icky. But I also think because
1: you have this opportunity, (laughs) you you should take it. But it's not that. It's, you know, this this is not a procedure that's about making everything look a certain way. Nothing's going to look different at all. No. No. I don't think so.
0: No. 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 I just, it's interesting. I, I would like to know the science of it and how a laser can cause tightening. I know. With the muscle. I don't know. I'm very interested. Yeah, you got to do it. I mean, come on. Now you have to do it because we're all wondering.
1: (laughs) Do it. No pressure. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to go for the consult and I, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see. The things I do. The things I do.
0: I know. Gosh. Taking the heat for all of us, aren't you?
1: Literally taking the heat.
0: Okay. Well, so let's talk. Okay. We're in the same area. I, I am dying to hear about this whole Livia thing, which I, you just briefly told me a
1: paragraph about it yesterday. Yes, and yes, yes. So just tell all. Okay. So Livia, not a sponsor. I'm actually talking about it because I used it. Um, so I have, I have pretty bad cramps. Um, we talked about this before. I had cramps as a teenager and then I had kids and they were kind of mild and they have come back with a vengeance every month, period mm-hmm. cramps. So when I heard about this thing, I was like, I got to try this. So Livia is, it's really actually kind of hard to explain. So it is, the technical, um, what it technically is, is a TENS product. TENS stands for transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulation device. That's what it actually is, but what what it looks like. You've got a little tiny thing that is probably half the size of a cell phone that can clip onto your belt. That is the transponder. Kristen, I did this. What? I did this. My pelvic floor therapy. TENS. Oh, I they, bet you did. They put those on there
0: to help. Like, yes. It helps stimulate. Then the muscle will yes. relax. Yes. Oh my gosh. It does work. Okay. It but does work. You can do this outside of a doctor's office.
1: Well, that's what's so fascinating about it because TENS, so this, this whole idea of TENS has been widely used in doctor's offices for pain management, but there have, there's never been a personal device specific to cramps. So this is not like some, you know, I think a lot of people are like, oh, this is this new funky thing. Like the science of a TENS device is very old. Yeah. Um, it's just that they've made one that you can own at your house, you know, that you can kind of hide in a pocket. But yes, that's exactly what it is. So you have a little a little device, and then a plug goes into the device. And the device is cute. It's got like a little silicone cover. Yeah. You can change colors. I don't know why you'd want to do that. Um, it, it, <laughs> For your um, mood. Tra- it charges with a USB port. So they've done a good job of making it really accessible. So you pop this baby into a pocket or you clip it on your belt. Then out, it's hard to describe this. Um, obviously we will link up to this in the Facebook group and on selfiepodcast.com. But then you have a wire coming out of it that splits into two wires. And then you have sticky pads. Kind of like if you've ever had to wear a heart monitor. Right, or if right. you, you know, had a monitor sticking on your stomach when you had a baby. It's the same kind of thing. So they have these kind of silicone pads. And then you stick those right over your ovaries. So you've got one on the right side, one on the left side. And then you turn the thing on. <laughs> and it does those, I, yeah, I remember this. Yes, and it's funky. So you turn it on and, and then you can turn it up. And they say to turn it up to what you can tolerate. So of mm-hmm. course I'm turning it up and it's like a little, little tingle, a little tingle. And then you turn it up and all of a sudden there's like electric waves yeah. going and between the And like you're twitching,
0: it's like twitching. Yes,
1: Yeah. it's yeah. like twitching. But here's what's so interesting. It really does work. And here's how it works. So- neurologically, your brain can really take one strong signal at a time and the fastest signal often wins. And so what they think, um, why it works is that the vibrations are so fast that it basically shuts down the gateway to the pain in your brain because (sighs) the vibration travels faster than pain. So it gets to that pain receptor first. That is fascinating. So you're feeling the vibrations, and I will say, the vibrations, I wouldn't call them particularly pleasant.
0: No, no, uh-uh. They don't hurt, but, it, but they're... Uh, but they don't it, hurt. It's not comfortable. It's slightly uncomfortable.
1: It's a little uncomfortable. One, yeah. of course, you know, I'm sitting there and I, you know, keep turning it up to see like how much I can tolerate of course Um, of course oh and then of course then my boyfriend is sitting there and he decides he's got to try it so he's like (laughs) sticking it on his arm I can totally see him (laughs) oh he's like putting it above and below his elbow and having me crank it up and like we're watching his hand like curl up involuntarily Uh, yeah yeah I can see this happening Yes. Well, I feel like I need to hide it from my children because Lord knows oh, what my no. teen boys would try to do with these things. Oh, on the head, temples. Oh, I'm thinking it would involve the balls. Oh, balls. <laughs> this, is a, this is a jackass episode waiting to happen. That, hide that thing away, lock and key.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh. But
1: I'm here to report it, it works. It really does work. And you could very easily wear this around. It's discreet. You could hide it. You could go to the office and have this thing on. Right. Um, It really works.
0: I'm just, I am dying that I did not put two and one, you know, two and two together when you said the whole tens thing. It, It just immediately, my brain was like tens. I know what that is and i loved it it helped me so much with my pelvic pain it was a game changer and i'm not lying to you when i say i am when we're done with this podcast i'm going to buy one because i have horrible cramps too and i i mean you don't have to sell me on the, whether or not it works cuz it's worked for me too and it, it makes perfect sense for cramps
1: yeah oh, i know I'm so and excited. it's kind of weird when you think about it, that this TENS technology has been around for decades, yeah, and yet this is the first time someone decided to apply it to period pain. Like, I feel like that just goes to show that uh-huh. women's discomfort issues uh-huh. are just so far back in the line of technology. Oh, yeah. Yep. Think about it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I love this thing. So they're available on Amazon. Like I said, we'll link up to it. Um, Livia, I'm, I am a fan.
0: I'm so pumped. I'm buying one. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. I wish I would have had it like two days ago. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> that would have been super great, but I'll have it next time. That is amazing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll probably have something going on at the Facebook group about this too. I'm sure. I wonder if some other yes. people have tried it.
1: I know. I'm curious. It's pretty new. Um, and I think people are a little bit like, huh? Because, you know, it's interesting. They don't lead with the fact that it's a TENS device. Maybe yeah. because people don't generally know what that is. I don't think um, so. But they kind of, you know, their mar- their marketing is a little bit more like it's this, you know, new invention, but it's it's really, it's very established technology. Gosh, that's so interesting. Wow. Okay. Very, very cool.
0: All right, guys. Well, that's it for today. Be sure and join us over at our Facebook group. We'd love to see you over there. And also Selfie Podcast has an Instagram, which is just basically basic Daily bits of inspiration, funny quotes, stuff about self care. So
1: come join us over there as well. Thanks for joining us. Continue the selfie conversation with us on Instagram at, at Selfie Podcast and on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash selfie podcast. You can also visit our website to check out the resources
0: we've talked about in each episode at selfiepodcast.com. Make sure to subscribe to
1: Selfie on iTunes so that you can catch up with us next week. A huge thanks to Shepherd Audio for our intro music. Take care.